Hi, and welcome to Courage to Adapt Podcast. I'm Jonathan, a father, a small business owner, and advocate for service to my community. This podcast is about resilience and the ability to adapt to change. In today's fast-paced world, change is constant and can be difficult to keep up. But with the right mindset and tools, we can learn to embrace change and even thrive in the face of it. Each week, the goal is to bring on guests who have faced challenges and come out on the other side, sharing their stories and insights on how to develop courage to adapt. Join us on this journey to become more resilient and adaptable as we explore the power of adaptability and strength that comes from facing challenges head on. This is Courage to Adapt Podcast. Episode for this week is called Trained Humility. And I derive this subject matter or what I'll be discussing this week uh, based on the current book I'm reading, Never Finished by the one and only David Goggins. If you are looking for a book uh, to pick up, to read, uh, so far, he definitely has not disappointed. And I wanna make sure uh, to give credit, of course, when it's due, where the topic for this week's episode is definitely inspired uh, from uh, the words in his book and the lessons he shares in this book about his definition and insights on train humility. Hello, Jonathan here, and I'm thankful to be able to deliver another insightful episode on Courage to Adapt podcast. If you did get a chance to check out the first episode of season two, New Year, New You resolutions, I thank you. I took the time to provide the 10 common most resolution that all of us, many of us, Uh, say to ourselves as the turn of the year and most of us maybe in the first week or third week or whatever the timeline may be we fail at delivering at those resolutions so the point was at the end of the day whatever you create for yourself create a system that is realistic and implement certain support systems for you uh, to hold yourself accountable and with an accountability partner that can help you work towards achieving those resolutions or goals. So for this week on season two, episode two, our episode for this week is called Trained Humility. And I derive this subject matter or what I'll be discussing this week uh, based on the current book I'm reading, Never Finished by the one and only David Goggins. If you are looking for a book uh, to pick up, to read, uh, so far, he definitely has not disappointed. And I wanna make sure uh, to give credit, of course, when it's due, where the topic for this week's episode is definitely inspired uh, from uh, the words in his book and the lessons he shares in this book about his definition and insights on train humility so before i begin the episode of course we have to deliver our dad joke of the week and the dad joke is tied to humility and whatever your interpretation of humility is the dad joke for this week is 
Why was the humble pie the best pie at the bake sale? Any answers? Anybody? Because it was the only one left. <laughs> so I'm going to try it with my kids and see uh, how they respond to it. Uh, but I, I was trying to come up with something to keep in theme for this week's episode on humility or trained humility. And that was the first exposure I've gotten uh, with those two words combined. Uh, we've heard about humility. We've heard about humbleness. And uh, we hear about it all the time about uh, maintaining that key principle of integrity, right? About uh, of your core principles, having humility as a key uh, to one of them towards your way to success or no matter how much you accomplish or achieve in life, you must continue to work on it and practice humility, uh, you know, towards others and even more importantly with yourself, right? Uh, controlling the, the ego, right? So I'm excited to deliver this episode on this subject matter. To kick things off, here's a powerful quote for you guys. True humility is not thinking less of yourself, is thinking of yourself less. So I'm not too sure who the author was, um, but I think it's a pretty cool way to encapsulate um, humility. So question for you guys, the listeners, you know, when was the last time or most recent or a time in your life when you had a, uh, a friend within your circle, someone you know, personally know, or someone you witness that perform um, like extraordinarily, you know, on whatever level it is that they're doing, whether it may be sports or um, an aptitude of some sorts on a test. Like bottom line is it made you say, wow, right? It made you say in Tagalog, hanga or impressed you. Um, and what was the next thought in your mind when you witnessed something like that or when you witnessed another human being doing that, right? So kind of take a step back and kind of recollect in your life when was the last time or was it recent that you were able to witness something like that? And then some of us do have the privilege or the opportunity to Personally, some personally know some people like that, and most of us we see it on screens and social media, uh, just amazing things that human beings, um, you know, accomplish uh, way beyond what our physical capabilities are, harnessing the power of the mind, right? And if you have had a chance to meet those type of people in your lifetime, when you have a conversation with them, you get some such a sense of how can I put it like you know that person, uh, the ease of talking to that person, and more importantly, the word is humility, right? You do know you just witnessed this human being, this individual perform or accomplish something amazing and extraordinary, but when you're talking to them, they're so grounded, the word humbleness is there, the humility is there, and they're so open-minded about, you know, sharing with you the steps or the systems they've implemented or the struggle, right? They say the grind that got them to that point of expertise level of, of accomplishing what they did accomplish. So that's kind of what this episode revolves around, where I'm going to, based on, like I said, the, the current reading of the book I'm reading and further uh, looking into more of a trained humility 
um, examples and also real life uh, human beings that are uh, both with us and are no longer with us that has inspired many of us and continue to inspire us based on the humility and their implementation of trained humility. <clears throat> but what exactly does it mean to have trained humility? And how can we start applying it to our everyday lives? First of all, trained humility is about being aware of and acknowledging your own limitations and weaknesses and being open to learn and growth. It is about not letting your ego get in the way and being willing to admit when you're wrong or when you need help. Before I provide uh, 10 examples of trained humility and how you can incorporate them uh, you know, in your everyday lives as we strive to be better each day, an example of humility or trained humility that I'm working on is, of course, I would love to have extraordinary guests uh, on my show, uh, but regardless, uh, just being thankful and appreciative of the people that are I am currently talking to um, that do have the sincere interest to be a guest on the show that I am, you know, working on and working out the script and, and talking points of what the theme of the episode will be. Right, that takes, of course, humility. That takes um, a sense of um, enthusiastic approach, but also respect, because you we must continue to value people's time and respect people's time. And when asking for whether it's someone you know, someone uh, that has notoriety, or an average person, a human being, no matter who it is, I truly believe that we all have a story to tell. You know, we all have within that story, we all can uh, find value in that story, right? And an interesting thing is that, you know, we're much more common than we think based on the experiences uh, that, that happens in our life and what we go through. And I think that's the key there is um, finding that common ground. And if you need support in something, make sure that how you go about searching for that support, acknowledgement, right, humility, and also finding someone that has the similarities or the relatability with you of being able to provide a alternative solution for you for um, the current challenges you're facing. So I just wanted to put that out there as a constant every day as we're, we're, we're blessed to be alive, right, as we're working on practicing to remove our ego to lead with respect and um, you know if the admiration for someone and asking them um, clearly to request their time to speak about whatever subject matter they would like to talk about in their space or just in life in general and experiences and that's the beauty of the theme of this podcast right it's courage to adapt as in the intro it's it's all about hearing the life experiences that many of us have and the goal each week is that is to provide some insight to any of you the listeners uh, that can actually relate to it and provide uh, a different perspective and you're able to improve uh, some aspect of your life so allow me to get into the 10 examples of train humility number one 
Practice gratitude and appreciate what you have rather than constantly focusing on what you lack. So with just life happening, our everyday challenges, obstacles that happen, the way life hits us, knocks us down, right? Uh, We are so quick to lose focus of the blessings that we currently have and we, we have in abundance each day, right? It's as simple as being able to wake up in the morning, having your senses, having your limbs, the ability to function without um, a disability, right? And, and if you take a moment to just think about that, the type of courage that people um, you know, show that are born with certain disabilities and they still excel, they still do extraordinary things and never use as an excuse, Right, that's something I, um, you know, definitely recommend and including for myself to work on each day, rather than dwelling on the problems and the issues. Focus on the things uh, that we definitely have in front of us in our lives, uh, present day. Number two, seek feedback and criticism and be open to learning from others. So, in in the the space of business, um, this is prevalent, right? When you make a mistake in your professional world, you know, space or your job, right? Um, the constructive criticism is what they call it. Truthfully, when we hear that from others, you know, you, you got to admit, you know, we get offended, right? Especially when you think that you're right about something or you perform uh, with a certain level of excellence and your leader or even your peers give you that feedback and you get offended, right? So that's something to practice, right, is to... Uh, be able to listen and then also decipher what the feedback is about and and doing a self-assessment, self-inventory on how you can improve based on the feedback you receive from your peers or your leader. Number three, don't be afraid to ask for help or admit when you don't know something. And we get in trouble yeah, many times, right, where they say, uh, you know, you uh, it's too good, but uh, I can't recall this saying right now, but when you, you're on your high horse or that pro- you're very prideful about believing in something that is, you know it's the right thing, but it ends up being the wrong thing, right? So it's like the humility it takes to ask for help. Look, I myself, right? Like I'm very independent. I've, I've been independent uh, uh, you know, for the most part of my life. And we misinterpret interpret that for being weak or incapable. And the point is, we all need help sometimes, right? And whether we admit it or not, uh, or whatever way we get to that decision to finally ask for help to whatever the, the matter may be, um, you know, we just have to set aside our pride in, in our mind and and an important part of that is make sure when you ask for help you know from an individual or an organization you've also i guess exhausted the resources you have available to you and being resourceful and and not just you know uh, in a way kind of a handout right so it's, it's, it's this really intricate balance but make sure who you ask help from can relate to um, the reason why you're asking help so they are able to actually provide you the support and help that you actually need, right? So number four, acknowledge your own biases and strive to be more open-minded and understanding of others. So this one is is, is important, right? Where 
We live in a world that is so judgmental, both on the screens and in person, and the challenge of uh, communicating with other human beings, right? Uh, there's so many different forms of ways of communicating now. And when we uh, find ourselves in new environments around new people or people we don't know or people of certain stature, whatever it may be, we are quick to judge internally of like, oh, that person must be this or that person must be that or because they're they're driving this car. Right. So we need to eliminate that, you know, and work, you know, work on it. It's, it's a work in progress for sure. Of maintaining that open mind uh, especially when you're meeting uh, or you're being introduced to a new group number five be willing to take on tasks that may not be in your comfort zone or that may challenge you right so that terminology that many use out there right uh, be uh, you know comfortable with being uncomfortable and uh, just to quote you know uh, Sir David Goggins you know he talks about be uncommon amongst the uncommon right he takes it to a whole uh, another level uh and you know so that's what it is it's you know i know the task will make you feel uh i think the word is in fear right if especially if you don't know what you're doing uh but the truth is anything uh for example our professional you know jobs when you first start a job of course you're not going to know how to do everything Right. It's going to give you that uncertainty, anxiety, because, of course, you don't know how to do it. But the only way to learn how to do it is by doing it. And it's okay that you don't know. It's okay that it's not perfect. It's okay that you don't excel at it. But I think the point of this one is as long as you don't quit, as long as you don't give up uh, and you observe ways you can continue to improve or also assess your progress, uh, you just keep at it and eventually, you know, speaking back on the beginning of this podcast, meeting those extraordinary people, achieving amazing things, right? Uh, we only see the end product or the byproduct of it, but we don't see all the work that has been put in, the countless failures behind it, what they were able to, um, you know, show. So remember that. Number six, don't be a know-it-all. Or try always to be right. And I think, you know, many will agree. I've met many people along my, my journey in life, including myself. I've, I've been in that chapter of my life where I think I knew it all in certain instances or certain environments. And you'll meet those people that just act like they breathe a different air, right? Like they know everything. They know all the answers and uh, a group conversation or a group dialogue in a team setting or even your family members, right? Just because they have achieved a certain level of accomplishment of experience or certain thing, they feel they are the subject matter on everything. And the truth is, you're not going to know it all, right? Um, that's why it's called uh, learning, right? And continued learning. And that's the only way we continue to equip our sw ourselves with the necessary life tools to face the challenges that we know that's going to pop up or happen in our life, right? So going back to humility, you know, definitely don't act like you're know-it-all because you don't. Number seven, show empathy and compassion towards others. And this one is uh, should be a, a daily practice, 
a daily implementation and consciousness uh, that we should uh, show towards others. It always goes back to, you know, we never know what others are going through in their lives. We don't know what chapter or evolution they are in their life. They might be in a process of success. They might success or they might be um, reeling, you know, trying to reel it in and, and keep it together based on an obstacle or an adversity that just happened in their lives. So the bottom line is, you know, take the moment to listen if someone is asking or in a way kind of subtle uh, reaching out to you to hear them out and then um, provide honest feedback. But listen and acknowledge and empathize. It's definitely important to, to practice towards others. Number eight, be humble in your successes and accomplishments and give credit where it's due. Right. And yeah, it's great to accomplish things. It's great to win. Yes. And um, it's great to outperform others. Right. That's why competition is there. Right. And uh, giving credit when it's due, just like the way I'm able to discuss uh, this uh, subject matter this week. Uh, of the topic of train humility, the inspiration, of course, being credit giving, uh, giving credit where it's due is from this current book I'm reading uh, by David Goggins, uh, and it never finished by no way at all or means I am getting compensated or promoting nothing like it is a book that I am reading, and I'm enjoying it, and it's very insightful, uh, and it triggered that inspiration to speak on this subject matter. So number nine, practice humility in your communication by listening more and speaking less. That's why they say we were born with two ears and one mouth. And at times it's hard to have the discipline, right? Uh, especially when you're excited or enthusiastic about a specific subject matter in a conversation setting, a group setting. And you just want to keep talking, talking, talking. Um, but the discipline to slow down, stop, put, and listen to others on their point of view will allow you, I believe, a further um, exposure to the knowledge and able to grow, um, you know, uh, towards your growth as an individual. So speak less, listen twice as much. And number 10. Reflect on your own actions and behaviors and strive to constantly improve yourself. So that's an organic self-assessment each day. Those hard conversations with yourself, the accountability mirror, the cookie jar conversations. Um, I get all these terminologies from even from his uh, first book, You Can't Hurt Me, right? These moments in your days or as you progress through your life being able to just assess where you're at, what you have done to move forward or what is preventing you to move forward or if you have dis digressed back, right? Um, be able to, to just be honest, honest with yourself that you know, you're not being productive in what you're pursuing towards or you're not managing your time, um, whatever it may be. So it's unique for everyone or for all of us, right? So just learn to have those hard conversations with yourself. Take a moment each day in silence and a deep self-reflection 
and just ask yourself, right? What else can you be doing or what else can you do different to move you an inch closer, a step closer to what your goal is and your ambitions are in life? So just to summarize the 10 again, number one, practice gratitude and appreciate what you have rather than constantly focusing on what you lack. Number two, seek feedback and criticism and be open to learning from others. Number three, don't be afraid to ask for help or admit when you don't know something. Number four, acknowledge your own biases and strive to be more open-minded and understanding of others. Number five, be willing to take on tasks that may not be in your comfort zone or that may challenge you. Number six, don't be a know-it-all or try always to be right. Number seven, show empathy and compassion towards others. Number eight, be humble in your successes and accomplishments and give credit where it's due. Number nine, practice humility in your communication by listening more and speaking less. Number 10, reflect on your own actions and behaviors and strive to constantly improve yourself. So those are the top things uh, I was able to come up with. Uh, for this week's episode in regards to train humility. So allow me to talk about a few people and examples who exemplifies what train humility is. Of course, credit is due with Mr. David Goggins, is a retired Navy SEAL, an ultra marathon runner, and a motivational speaker. He is known for pushing himself to the limits, both physically and mentally, and for his ability to overcome adversity. Despite his many achievements, Goggins is humble and down to earth and always looking for ways to improve himself and others and help others. And this is a perfect example of his book. And uh, on his book or in his book, Never Finish, Evolution 5, while reading through it, just the light bulb went off of inspiration. And I'd like to share with you an insert from his book, an example of another gentleman of what trained humility is and really the true essence of courage and humility. From his book, I once heard a story about a master sergeant in the army named William Crawford that exemplifies the power of humility. He retired in 1967 and took a job as a janitor at the Air Force Academy in Colorado Springs. The cadets he he cleaned up after paid him little mind, in part because he was reportedly painfully shy, but also because these cadets were elite students on an officer track and Master Sergeant Crawford was just a janitor, or so they thought. They had no clue that he was also a war hero. In September 1943, the 36th Infantry Division was getting blitzed by German machine gun fire and mortars during a pivotal World War II battle for a piece of Italian real estate known as Hill 424. The Americans were pinned down with no escape route until Crawford spied three machine guns nests and crawled beneath rivers of bullets to toss a grenade into each of them. 
His bravery saved lives and allowed his company to advance to safe ground. And after the third direct hit, the Germans abandoned the hill for 24. But not before they took Crawford prisoner. Presumed to be killed in action, tales of his heroism spread among infantrymen and traveled up the chain of command. In 1944, he was awarded the Medal of Honor, the highest decoration in the U.S. military, because everyone thought he was dead. His father accepted medal on his behalf. Later that same year, he was found in a liberated POW camp, oblivious to the hype surrounding his name. In 1976, an academy cadet and his roommate read about this battle and connected the dots. Their humble janitor had won the Medal of Honor. Can you imagine what went through their heads? The Medal of Honor speaks to everything military person reveres. Not the medal itself, but the courage and selflessness inside the human being who earned the medal. Those students wanted to be him, and there he was, mopping their floors and cleaning their bathroom every day. Master Sergeant Crawford was a walking lesson in self-esteem, courage, character, and especially humility. From Mr. David Goggins' words, the way I see it, Master Sergeant William Crawford had figured it the fuck out. The Medal of Honor didn't change him. He rose to prominence by staying humble and risking his own life to save others and retired into service of others. It was never about him and that gave him strength. People who feel sorry for themselves are obsessed with their own problems and their own faith. It is that really is that really much different than the greedy and egotistical people who want to feel better than everybody else? The higher I climb in my life, the more I realize how much I need to mop the floor because that's where all the knowledge is. There's no grit at the top, no tests, of resolve in steak dinners, five-star hotels, or spa treatments. Once you make it in the world, in this world, you have the you have to free fall back to the bottom in some way to keep learning and growing. And this is what he calls trained humility. It is shedding of your skin that allows you to take on a mission that no one else can see and do whatever needs to be done next. Trained humility is service, but also strength. Because when you are humble enough to remember that you will never know it all, each lesson you learn only makes you hungrier to learn more. And that will put you on a path that guarantees you will grow all the way to the grave. From the words of Mr. David Goggins, Never Finish, Evolution 5. So here's a few more people that I came across that definitely exemplified train humility. Mahatma Gandhi was a leader in India's independence movement is known for his philosophy of nonviolence and humility. He once said, I claim to be a simple individual liable to err like any other fellow mortal. I own, however, that I have humility enough to confess my errors and retrace my steps. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. King was a civil rights leader who practiced humility and advocated for peaceful protests. He once said, we must develop and maintain the capacity to forgive. He who is devoid of the power to forgive is devoid of the power to love. Nelson Mandela was a South African anti-apartheid revolutionary 
and politician who spent 27 years in prison. Despite his many achievements, Mandela remained humble, saying, I am not a saint unless you think of a saint as a sinner who keeps on trying. So, so much examples in our history books, in history of just exceptional human beings where they've always had the foundation of achieving all the amazing things they achieve and influencing society and just our country and, and the world, inspiring many through the act and the action and example of humility and how they see themselves, how they approach others with such level of respect, right? So that's why it was really um, exciting uh, for me to, to deliver this uh, episode to you guys this week. Uh, because you notice it, it goes so much further of leading with compassion and empathy and, and the sense of humility. No matter what you accomplish in life, you'll always get brought back, brought back down, right? If you don't have that. And it, it keeps you hungry. It keeps you wanting to learn. So in conclusion, you know, I really want to thank you guys again for joining me on this episode. And hopefully it did, it did inspire a spark a sense of a different uh, outlook, perspective on humility and terminology, train humility. Train humility is a valuable quality to cultivate in ourselves. It allows us to be open to learning and growth and it helps us to connect with and understand others. As an action item, try incorporating a few of the examples I shared on this episode in your daily life immediately and do an assessment on how it impacts your relationships and your overall well-being so thank you so much guys for joining me on this episode of courage to adapt podcast season two episode two trained humility it's been exhilarating to share and speak about this episode because i you know just like many else i work on it each day a little bit better than the day before of better understanding myself and being able to maintain and going back to that sense of humility when pursuing things. And even, I think more importantly, when things really get tough, when life hits you in the face, when every obstacle is hitting you from all angles, how do you continue to maintain that sense of humility and belief, belief in yourself no matter how many times you, you get knocked down and being discouraged or especially the external noise from others, but you still have this sense of humility about yourself that you know that the goal and the, the ambition you have is so big that each you know opportunity you have, you have to remind yourself to practice humility, train humility. So. Thank you so much, guys, for joining me on this episode. Before I conclude, of course, I have to share what made the podcast possible. A few of the companies I own, Courage to Adapt Clothing and Apparel Brand. Uh, the website is CourageToAdapt.com. The website is on the show notes. Uh, it's very inspiring, um, you know, messages on the canvases of the clothes 
that we sell and uh, it's there to support a few nonprofit organizations back home in the Philippines, one being a farming organization and one being a shelter that provides meals and school supplies for children in uh, Manila. And the Select Few LLC Management Consulting Business Firm, um, a company I recently started not too long ago. We specialize in business consulting, project management, ESL tutoring, sports agency consultation, and foreign exchange programs. So do check out the website. It's also on the show link. An exciting one is Forefathers Fitness. Uh, website will be on the link, forefathersfitness.com. For, you know, it's still the new year, right? If you're still trying to stick with that resolution, uh, they have amazing products, uh, definitely geared to support your physical goals, whether um, something for your joints, a great protein source for your pre or post workout. Uh, of course, they have a very solid thermogenic product uh, that I did a review on. And if you are on Oahu, the founder of Forefathers Fitness, I've had the privilege and I want to thank him again uh, for being a guest on the podcast last season. Uh, the founder and CEO of Forefathers Fitness and the founder of Big Tiger Bootcamp, Mr. Aleem Shabazz. If you are on Oahu and heard this podcast and you want to get a unique uh, outdoor, you know, exhilarating hit workout, come check out the Big Tiger Outdoor Bootcamp. Uh, Amvets, uh, West Oahu, you know, Veterans Center here in Eva Beach. And you can see all the details at forefathersfitness.com. So thank you so much, guys, again, for joining me on this episode. You guys have an amazing week. You know, uh, blessings on everything you guys do and, and safety. And I'll uh, talk to you guys in the next episode. Aloha. Thank you so much for listening to Courage to Adapt podcast. We hope you have a productive and safe week. If you enjoy this episode, please share with others and kindly give us a follow on Apple Podcasts and Spotify to be notified when our new episodes are released. If today's episode provided valuable insights for you, I kindly ask and request you head over to Apple Podcasts and write us a review. Please connect with me on all social media platforms for meaningful and inspiring content you can find the link in the show notes for all my social media accounts i'd love to hear from you and connect with you this podcast was brought to you by the select few llc business consulting management firm which specializes in the field of project management esl tutoring foreign student exchange programs sports agent business consultation you'll find the website link on the show notes to book your free consultation. Also, Courage to Adapt Clothing and Apparel Brand, an inspiring and thoughtful designs on our canvas of our products to spread the message and representation of you having the courage to adapt in your life's journey. You're able to find the website in the show notes. Do check out our products which supports a few nonprofit organizations in the Philippines, in the farming community, and a homeless shelter to help provide food and school supplies for, for the children. And last but not least, Forefathers Fitness 
You'll be able to find the website for Forefathers Fitness on the show notes at forefathersfitness.com with their amazing vision to empower men over 40 to achieve lasting wellness through comprehensive range of services and products, including accountability coaching, scientifically proven fitness strategies, and nutritional guidance. By working with their clients to identify and overcome any obstacles to their health and well-being, we aim to live the best lives and reach their full potential. With the mission of empowering men over 40 to achieve optimal health and vitality by providing the tools and support necessary to regain strength and form. Whether you're looking to rebuild your fitness or simply want to learn how to optimize your health, Forefathers Fitness is here to guide you on your journey. Forefathersfitness.com And again, have an amazing week and I will see you on the next episode of Courage to Adapt podcast.